Hi everyone, it's Sam, NFT Statistics, with your Proof Daily NFT Countdown. A lot to talk about today, but going to start with a quick market overview. Volumes were up a small bit, but still in that lower range that we've been in for the past four days relative to the prior couple of months. Interesting on market share, OpenSea was actually below 50% for the first time in about a week. If you look at total trades though, and I've talked about this a few times, Total trades, OpenSea still has something like 80 to 85% share. It's just in ETH volumes that that market share is below 50%. Why is that? It's because if you look at the big projects that have really high floor prices, really high value trades, Bored Apes, Azuki's, Doodles, Doodles especially, uh, yesterday you can see that a lot of that volume has moved over to Blur. Uh, you can see that in this chart where the turquoise lines are blurry volume uh, versus the blue for OpenSea. Now, floor prices were pretty flat. Uh, down a small bit, but not not any huge movement in the large caps. In art blocks, there were six collections that did 10 ETH of volume or more. Uh, leading that was the Harvest, uh, most recent curated drop, where the floor went from 5 ETH to 5.7 ETH, doing 84 ETH of volume. A couple things, I always love to talk about things going up, but I also do want to talk about when things unwind a little bit, especially as a couple things we've talked about on the show have been really, really hot and then fallen off a bit. This is 6529 meme cards. You can see the, you know, you can see that the full set is worth about 35% less than it was about a week ago. Still up substantially year to date. It's just those first three weeks had such, such a strong rally. We also talked about Nyan balloons a week ago. And what you can see here, or we talked about last Friday, what you can see here is that there were a couple days where this theme just completely rallied, got up to a 2000 ETH market cap. People were excited about that mystery balloon. Once it was revealed, though, there was a little bit less to look forward to, and the price really collapsed. And we've seen this market cap go down about 75, 80% uh, over the past week. On to the second story, Doodle's duplication begins. What is duplication? You basically take a Doodle and you combine it with a duplicator, both NFTs you can buy, and it creates a bunch of individual NFTs for each of the wearables in the Doodle. You can see in this image here that there are a couple question marks. And what that question mark means is that you don't know every single trait that you're going to get in your doodle. Looking at an example, this was from Bavin on Twitter. He duplicated this doodle and these were the traits that he got. So you know you're going to get that bandana, but shorts, socks, shoes, you know, those are all unknowns. Those aren't in the PFP. So there is a little bit of mystery in this duplication process. Um, what can you do with those wearables? Well, you can take them and put them on the Flow Marketplace run by Dapper Labs. You can see these socks here for $20 are listed. The floor for the Viking hat is $750. And some of these more rare grail traits are listing at floors of $15,000. Trades have not really happened at that price, but where I, when I look at where the top sales have been, you've seen a sale uh, at $1,600 for these rainbow puke joggers, holographic boxing gloves, this one went for 850, another one for a thousand. So a little bit of action, not tons of trades, but a little bit of action on those wearables. Now, one of the thing I think is interesting is that only 681, about 7% have actually been used. So most of the duplicators, people are not using to duplicate their, uh, their doodle. The reason for that is probably these, you know, the wearables aren't selling right now at this time all that much. And people would rather wait, see what happens and maintain the value, maintain that gambler's premium, that possible for, for a grail wearable in their doodle and then keep their, their duplicator at higher value. How have floors responded? Doodles have been down a fair bit over the past week, but over the past 24 hours, the floor has been pretty flat. The place where the real pain has been has been in duplicators. You know, we saw a bunch of sweeps last week, got that floor up to 1.4 or so, and that's really come down a bunch to about one, uh, 0 0.6. 
Now, one thing I would say is the duplicators on the floor have already used their charge and, and you know and used their ability to duplicate. Uh, they will have future utility later, but that first utility is gone. But even the ones that have not duplicated before are still at about a 0.7 ETH floor. So we have seen that, unfortunately, come down a fair bit. My take, one, is that this product in its current form, the real buyers are still just doodle holders. And we know that doodles has this, this goal of bringing millions of people into NFTs. And I think that's where, where the next point comes in. This is only the beginning. You know, over time, they've been very clear that Doodles 2 has a lot more coming. You're going to get to swap the traits in and out, buy those wearables, put them on your doodle, hopefully get more exposure to people kind of in the outside world. And then the last thing is just this is a buy the news, sell the rumor market. It just keeps happening time and time again, you know, that the announcements happen and people decide to sell NFTs. So always keep that in mind. Third story, QQL Mint Passes are picking up speed because of this seed marketplace. Just a quick reminder of what QQL Passes are. Uh, it's a project by Dandelion Whist and Tyler Hobbs. Tyler Hobbs, of course, uh, the creator of Fidenzas, one of the best-selling art blocks in history. And the thing that's different about QQLs is that you don't get the final NFT. What you get is a mint pass. And you're meant to take that mint pass and you get some software and algorithms all designed by Tyler and use that software and algorithms to create the exact QQL that you want. And then you mint your QQL. So they have very similar, like similar look and feel, but also very, very different outputs, which is something Tyler is just so great at. Now, if you look at the minting, though, in that first week, about you know, 100 mint passes were minted and turned to QQLs. But over time, very few incremental ones got minted. Still, something like 80% of the QQL mint passes have not been minted. But you did see a pickup over the past five days, 12 new QQLs minted, the most that there have been over three months. Why, for, why is that? Uh, you can see here Dandelion announced the creation of a marketplace where people can sell their seeds. So what the seeds are is basically the levers that you would push to create a certain output. So you have artists who don't own QQL mint passes going out there saying, if I did, you know, I have the code to create one that looks a certain way. If you want to buy it with your pass, you can, but it's going to cost anywhere from 0.01 ETH to somewhere as high as 5 ETH. You can see these are three on the marketplace and their price is right there. We've seen about 12 of them actually get bought. I thought this use case that, that, that Dandelion tweeted was super interesting. They tweeted you know, that they've always been a huge fan of Dimitri Cherniak and Tyler Hobbs. So Dandelion went and bought Dimitri Cherniak seeds, used that on Tyler Hobbs algorithm and created these pieces that were a combination of these two artists that Dandelion respects so much. I think the cool thing about QQLs is each one has a really interesting story. Now, in terms of average sale price, you know, the prices got really hot in, that, in the beginning. You know, when these first minted, the project raised $17 million, but the price really came down for the QQL passes, got as low as about seven ETH. But through this seed marketplace, we have seen a pickup. So the prices, you know, we're seeing seeds, or we're seeing uh, mint passes go for 10 to 11 ETH. So that's quite cool. I thought that was kind of interesting and one of the more innovative products uh, that we have in our ecosystem. Number four, Canto. What is Canto? I don't even really know that well. I tried to dig in and get a feel for it because it's all over my Twitter. A couple of things I found out over the past week, you know, it's an L1 token, an L1 blockchain. Uh, and over the past week, the price has gone up basically 4X from 10 cents to 40 cents and change. Um, why is it on our radio screen? Why are we talking about this new L1? It's because some NFTs are on this system. Okay. And this is the one that I think is most important. Why is this NFT most important? One thing you can see here is it's pretty basic art. There's a bit of animation. You know, Canto is all about decentralization. 
uh, and really being on chain, something like 97% of their trades are actually on chain as opposed to centralized exchanges. But back to this NFT, this NFT sold a couple days ago on Canto for 100,000 Canto, which amounts to about 40,000 US dollars or 28 ETH. You know, 28 ETH sale, that's like a very, very rare doodle. That's higher than a lot of art blocks have ever sold for. That's just like a very high price for an NFT. And what followed on was a lot more attention to the Canto NFT ecosystem. This project is the one in focus, Canto Longnecks. Uh, you can see over the past 24 hours, it's done 400 ETH of volume, which would put it number three on OpenSea if this were an ETH NFT. I thought this was a funny tweet from Dingaling, said, finally got to go into this other chain, did my usual thing, bought a bunch of NFTs, then realized I was 10% of their entire all-time market cap uh, volume. So, you know, you're seeing a, a few ETH, ETH folks go over there, buy these up, thinking maybe this becomes big and you want to be there early. These prices already are quite elevated, but if you do want to go Alto Market, Pretty cool thing, zero trading fees, artists create the royalties, one marketplace, back when life was simple, that's what they got over there. So an interesting thing to see. Again, on the Canto side, it's a $440 million market cap. One of you know, their, their founder was on Rug Radio yesterday and said that the chain and tech are, are difficult and that is intentional. They wanna make it so you only go in there if you read the documentation and if you're aware of the risks I think that NFTs are already complex enough, but if this is for you, go ahead. And I think at Canto underscore cares is a great Twitter to follow to learn more about this. Lastly, five notable sales I want to talk about. Couple apes, couple generative art pieces, and then one on super rare. First is that this collection, this set of an ape, two mutants and a dog sold for 375 ETH uh, to Kongs. You know, getting these collections is always uh, something interesting, a kind of a, a grail thing to do. And blue beams are super hot right now. Now, if you remember from Monday, we talked about this. Eric, EB7, uh, an ape trader, had bought this collection for 36 or for 360 ETH. So he just bought it for 360 two days ago, sold it for 375 ETH. Eric is a friend of mine. He told me he also got another dog as part of the deal, so made 26 ETH just in this two-day flip. I want to get Eric on the podcast. I mean, Eric is just an incredible trader and has found so many unique ways to be profitable in this space. Congrats to him. Congrats to Kongs, who's just a whale, and this will look great in his collection. Second board ape trade, this Halo ape sold for five DGOTs. Okay, now this is cool. It's one of the first ETH for Solana NFT trades I have seen. Now, it's a pretty interesting trade because the DGOTs floor is just seven ETH. Now, these are all ape DGOTs where the floor is around 13 ETH if you convert the soul to ETH. So these are pretty grail DGOTs, but still a pretty interesting trade. Cool to see. You know, the ape floor on, on Blur is 69 ETH. So you know, kind of got to do some math to figure out how you got there. Either way, love to see it. I'm a huge fan of Frank. So uh, congrats to everybody involved here. Uh, in Artblocks, this was the highest harvest sale uh, since basically the very, the very first couple of days. It was actually the second highest sale ever. This piece sold for 12 ETH because of this Nostromo palette. Now, if you look at the top harvest sales that have happened, you can see that this dark background is really what people are going after with the grails. Uh, this was a 12 e sale, but these are the other sales that have been around that price. Um, so good to see. Uh, again, I think there were like 12 or 13 harvest sales yesterday. So that collection got hot. One more art block. This Unigrids by Zblock sold for about 17 ETH. What I thought was interesting here is this was the first Unigrids to sell in over two months. Uh, another thing that's interesting is that the, the person who bought the last Unigrids is the same person who bought this one. This is a part of, C of season two for art blocks, you know, about 400 NFTs in the collection. 
Yeah, and just a reminder, I think the, these, this cadence shows you just how liquid art blocks can be, you know, even with these higher floors, but it's always good to see these sales come through and provide some liquidity. And then the last thing, the single biggest sale on Super Rare over the past 24 hours was from Botto Project, which sold this piece for 14.64 ETH. Botto, and I'll talk a little bit more, is, a, is, an, AI, uh, is an AI algorithm, basically, which combines with a DAO, and that DAO determines you know, which pieces it likes and doesn't, provides feedback to the algorithm, and the algorithm adjusts over time and creates art more and more focused on what the DAO wants. You can buy Botto token uh, and have votes. And you also get proceeds of the primary sales that Botto Project does. There have been some massive sales. You can see here a sale at 100 ETH, one at 79 ETH, and a couple in the 20s. Uh, so really kind of a cool project. I'd go to docs.botto.com to learn more. Something I followed for a while. Just think is really interesting and cool. Thanks a lot for watching the show. That's all for today. If you have any comments, uh, things you like about the show, I'd be curious what you think about this duplicators thing. Definitely one of the more interesting things happening in the marketplace. Comment below. If you like the video, please like and subscribe. And if you really like it, please tell your friends on Twitter. Always love to see that. Always great to tell more people about what we're up to here. We'll be back tomorrow and every weekday. Have a good day.